bingo. Hello. That's a bingo. <laughs> that's a bingo. It's, what's that from? It's uh, Glorious Gazards. Oh, and Glorious Bastards, that's right. That is a bingo. That is a bingo? <laughs> just bingo. It's just bingo. <laughs> That's bingo. Wonderful. That is a bingo. He's so excited. He's like this little fucking kid guy. God, that was a good performance. That. Hey, everyone. It's the Herald of Modcast. Mm. It's yes, and that's Madsen <laughs> So happy to be here. Very happy to be here on this sunny, hot day after two earthquakes. and After two whole earthquakes. Yeah, it's been a little creepy. It's a little unsettling in yeah. quite the literal term. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally unsettling. And we weren't even in the epicenter. No, the epicenter kind of was fucked. It's a little more central Cali. Luckily, we're more southern. Well, that's southern. It's just like a little more east, but isn't it? Ba- it's northern? close to Bakersfield. Yeah, so it's like north slightly, but yeah, they're yeah. only a few couple hours away. Yeah, far enough. If it hit us direct on the San Andreas, we'd be big trouble. Yeah, it'd be bad. Yeah, at that magnitude, seven point one. Yeah, that's huge. The North Ridge quake was six point seven, so that just gives but it hit you the, the fault, though, right? That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. something right there. Yeah, I yeah, see. Well, good. They're still waiting on the uh, big one that we haven't had. 20 years overdue, I believe. I know. That's or fun. 25. All right. Well, that extra yeah. five on there. Um, so we binged Stranger Things season three. We didn't full binge like, you know, consumerist, That's covetous, true. crazy losers. <laughs> sort of. I mean, we watched. No, we watched sets. two. First two, and then three, and then three. So it's not a full Is that binge. what we did? Yeah. Okay. Which is, I think... Yeah, like, we did it pretty quick. We did it over a course of just a few days. Yeah, I don't like to binge too much. I feel like you miss stuff, you know? If you just if, zip if you, through yeah, like that. Yeah, if you watch yeah, five episodes one. at yeah, once, yeah. or the whole thing at once, I don't like it. And I believe in, like self-control man <laughs> a little bit you know it starts to get not fun after yeah. you know too many in a row that's not really why we're here today no um although before we get into that you know what's having its 25th anniversary no speed the movie speed 25 years yeah. jesus there's a ton of uh anniversaries that are like the simpsons 30 anniversaries 30, 30 year, years, 30 years of Simpsons, yeah. like 10 good years. <laughs> that sucks. It yeah. flipped. It flipped. It went from like the greatest like show to now less good episodes and bad ones. Right. Yeah, way to like thin out the water down the brand, you know. Watering it down. You know what I always thought would have been an obvious thing? What? Related to the Simpsons was uh, at Universal Studios when they do the Halloween night, they should do like a Simpsons Halloween village. Well, they have the Simpsons Village. No, but they should make a Treehouse of Horrors. Yeah, why don't they do that? It's probably too expensive, but they have the Simpsons Village already. Yeah. So to, I feel like it's a huge missed opportunity to not incorporate the, the House of Horrors yeah, episodes. Yeah, why haven't they done that? They've never done it, and it makes so much sense. I just think they'd have to like sort of reconfigure the Simpsons area, but I mean, there's so many funny episodes of Treehouse of Horrors that's recognizable gags and shit. <laughs> I where, never thought about that before, but you're totally right. Right? There's like, uh, you know, Grounds Keeper Willie as yeah. uh, uh, Freddy Krueger and stuff. Yes! Like, there's many things. When ba- uh, Maggie's like an alien, mm-hmm. she has the like tendrils, uh, you know? Yeah, 
why don't Krang they do and that? Krang and Konos, Krang and Kodos. You know, there's so many. Wow. I've, I can't remember what, what what spurred that thought, but I was just thinking, like, that's perfect. Yeah, of course. Yeah. No, I don't mean today. I mean, like, when I first thought of it. Right. I don't know why. But it just seemed like a no-brainer. You know what I mean? Yeah, the it's giants. already set-up village. Yeah, and there's so many funny uh, Treehouse of Horror episodes, man. It would just be, you know, the Mr. Sims. Burns Dracula. That one's so funny. When they yeah, go, that they is, do like, yeah. They do like the Keanu Reeves Dracula yeah. <laughs> with Mr. Burns as Gary Oldman. So I guess Keanu's uh, little renaissance, the Keanu sense is a little calming down a little bit. Well, you can't be breathtaking 24-7. That's true. You know, that heat, it just, you know, no, not even Keanu could withstand <laughs> that kind of heat for too long extended a period. That's true. You know, his, I don't know, this is like his 3.0 renaissance, you know? Yeah. He's been like hot and cold and hot and cold and then hot, hot, hot. Hot, hot, hot. And I don't think this this hot is going to go away anytime soon. Well, I was thinking about him I again because... You know, I hope yeah, it doesn't. Why? The speed, re- this speed you know 25th anniversary yeah. i was thinking about and he was a leading man that back was then. such a great unexpected movie mm-hmm. i remember i was it was before i moved i was moving to los angeles mm-hmm. and it was remember the the whole oj thing went down the same time and that the scene where he is in his like white bronco yeah. chasing the bus yeah. it was right after the oj white bronco chase. oh yeah he's in a bronco and, That's yes funny. and it was i remember just the everybody commenting, commenting on it but also just speed no one's you know it was very surprising little movie that became this huge hit and yeah. it's kind of silly but it was awesome and it's a great action movie well and it was a good little script for an action movie absolutely that's the thing the script actually sort of had passed up smell tests you know what i mean yeah for an action film but it's better than a lot of the 90s action movie scripts even action movies that i think of fondly the speed was a better script and it was a bit dennis hopper as the heel hopper, although it has some priceless ridiculous lines of course yes what do you do yeah <laughs> what do you do pop quiz hot shot yeah pop quiz <laughs> hot shot and they did that gag of uh switching houses with the camera yeah that's yeah. a good and then jeff daniels wasn't jeff daniels yeah the, jeff daniels yeah, his, he's, his he's, buddy sandra Bullock, it was like her big big breakout, yeah, Yeah, and like you said, Hopper. Hopper was really good as the, and the guy who was in Terminator Two plays the head, the one who created the machines who gets killed, and he's in lots of stuff. Iron Man Two? No, 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 Terminator Two, T Two, T Two. Remember the guy she goes to kill? Oh, the black guy who has the uh, the Terminator arm. He's a scientist. He's 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 like the chief guy oh speed. yes yeah yeah that guy's awesome he's in tons of shit back that then, guy's yeah. really good i don't know his name he look kind of looks like orlando and, Jones's and, dad. The, and the guy like who was in everything back then too who's the one the black guy with the dreads who's driving the car and then like helps him with the car oh yeah that he guy. steals his car yeah, and yeah. he's also in he was in the sequel and he was also in showgirls oh, and like a whole guy. bunch of stuff yeah he's one of the most like recognizable but not know the name yeah. 90, 90s <laughs> actors that period, yeah, yeah. there's so many of those in every era yeah it's a fun little movie it if, is. You, if you never saw it it's like go see that yeah, that's Stream one of like, it. the hollywood you know footnotes of Must movies see and there's great filming locations in it of all around santa monica mm-hmm. that was one of the coolest things too. oh yeah when you first moved here very yep. good 
All right, so should we talk about Stranger Things season three? Season three, season one, season two, now season three. Yeah, that's how that goes. That's how it goes. <laughs> so we're, we're, everybody's with us so uh, far. Spoilers, be forewarned. Spoilers. Going to spoil you. Spoil you with blurs. Uh, and well, here's a fun fact: forty-five million households People. households watched have have streamed it, Since and eighteen point two million have already completed the entire thing. Wow! Since it came out on July fourth, and today is the ninth. I think I, I think those are like a couple days old. Those numbers, yeah, actually. those are a couple days old. Yeah. so it's probably way more. Well, I've I've read somewhere that Netflix wants Stranger Things to be their billion dollar franchise. I don't know if wow. it'll get there, man. I don't know about uh, all that. Billion? I don't know about all that. I just don't think it has a big enough scale to get but people also, like Star Wars. I don't Wars quite understand shit. that. How does it become that? I have no From idea. what? From merchandise Probably. sales? Okay. There's a lot of is Stranger that, Things. Is that where merch. they're making money? Because we know they only have a subscription profit. Base like they don't do advertising sales unless they licensing do licensing agreements, merchandising, licensing and partnerships, and, and large we don't know about appearances with the cast. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have no I mean, idea. I'm sure, they get the merchandising. Yeah, I, right? I just don't. Of course, right? Yeah, they license it. It's their property. Yeah. They get the merchandising, but they you know they do a split with Funko and Kenner and all the whatever. Right. Kenner, I don't know about that. But, you know, vinyl idols and there's a lot of Stranger Things toys. Remember there the are. first year. Or the first season came out, and that year at Comic-Con, there wasn't anything there. No. Because it was too close, and no one knew if it was going to be a success. Right. The only things that were represented Stranger Things at that first year at Comic-Con were these, like, like clearly fan-made, have you seen this boy signs, and it was Will Byers' face. Oh, yeah, that's right. And they were here and there. Well, they no, it hadn't actually streamed yet. Yes, it had. Oh, it had? Because we were wondering, like, oh, I wonder if Stranger Things will be here, because it was still, okay, it was still brand that. new. Like, let's but say I do July. remember the wall with yeah. the Christmas lights like as an installation outside somewhere. Oh, uh, it might have been the next last year or the year before because that's when they, they like that's because the, the panel wasn't there. Yeah, like no, the year right. the year when we went it was like David Harbor and like Barb was in the audience. That's when Stranger Things has already that become awesome. like a Modine huge there, thing. Modine was there. I yelled Vision Quest and yeah. he was like Vision Quest. <laughs> and I was like Vision Quest. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah. What's that song? Lunatic Friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, they are doing a panel this year. Oh, yeah. And from here on out, sure. I mean, now there's a frenzy around them. And the kids are officially in the awkward adolescence age. Yeah, they've hit that <laughs> stage. It's funny. Yeah. They're all gangly. Yeah. Sort of deepy voices, sort of. <laughs> and their facial changes. Yeah. Facial structures changing. Not quite like adorbs. No. Totes adorbs. No. They just look like they jerk off a lot. And, like, <laughs> and are frustrated. <laughs> Speaking of, they all have, uh, they're all dating now this summer. Summer oh, of love. Oh, that's right. They're kissing. Summer of love. Yeah. <laughs> no more dungeons and dragons. Oh, there are though. Like no. a couple of them still want to play. No, they don't. They all want to just have girlfriends to make <laughs> nuzzles. Well, so when we left off before... Uh, L stopped the the monster, monster from the, going through the gate. What, the mind mind, mind flap mind flare flare gives it fillet. Has sent it back. So we thought. So we thought. 
and she's living with Harbor. And the fir- like the first episode is very funny. David Harbor's very funny in the first episode. Yeah, he's the, he's like the, the dad. He's yeah. kind of like, you know, not wanting her and Mike to be making out with the door closed. Well, the last episode of the second season, we see a first kiss between the two. And that At the dance. Clearly hasn't, it's clearly picked up some speed. Yes. The kissing hasn't ceased. It's no. increased. That's right. And now they're playing little kissums in the bedroom. And Harper doesn't like being it. The supervisors. Yeah. The disciplinarian. He doesn't like it. He's so good. He's the best one on the show. Yeah, I he think really this is. season proves it. He's like the best actor, performer, and Hopper's my favorite character far and away. I know. I, you know. I, I like Winona too. Yeah, she's awesome. I mean, it's good cast. It's a good ensemble. It's the a kids great are ensemble. Good, but yeah, the David kids are really good. The man. David I know. Harbour's the fucking man. So there's some new characters. There's so Steve is working in a little sailor outfit as Chips an ahoy. Ex- no, <laughs> as scoops, ahoy. scoops ahoy scoops at the ahoy. mall, which is basically a character in the season. Yeah, and that's just mall culture. Yeah, 80s mall culture is the good. Which they, they do well. That yeah, they. Re- I have to say, and the Duffer brothers, who are the producers, creators, writers, directors, they really researched the fuck out of the 80s yeah they definitely and they, have, i like, mean they get it down because there's a lot of times i see retro stuff from the 80s and the music that's playing would have actually been not at the time period they put it in right, it would have been people later listen to when but, they yeah our 80s nostalgic when like, they look it the up time, and they right. don't yeah they, but this they researched extensively and really nailed it and i know because i was there and i was the the kids age at the time you really were (laughs) yeah yeah go figure and um it's 1985 and the funny thing is the duffer brothers are like millennial age they're not gen xers oh no they weren't there then not at all they're like my age i know which is so crazy to me it's like how did they nail it like Uh, this my generation has a fucking hard on for the 80s you know but still i mean they (laughs) they must have consulted with people my age too oh yeah for sure right you do wonder about like the team set deco and right they must have a really strong costume yeah the costumes were pretty the, awesome and, the, and not only that the brands oh like yeah. ivory snow on the shelves and, and shit, yep. like the brands and, and like the, the burger king stores. packaging well and burger king was hot at Back the then, time does it? yes yeah. that was like where all the kids wanted to go really yes in the 80s was burger king's heyday huh? it was a heyday that at that particular moment in the 80s which no is shit. 1985 i mean we there was a burger king down the street from my high school and we were always addiction to go go to burger yes. king go to bk going to the bk going to bk want a whopper <laughs> whopper want a whopper um, some fries. And, and the fact that they got that right mm-hmm. to me is very interesting i love like, all the throwback uh packaging and branding and absolutely. stuff man and yeah even like the, the shirts the yeah, shoes like the haircuts the, the gap label the uh yeah. you know the old gap logos yes they get it uh, all right the same goodie you know, yes. all those old brands from then. Because those things were still around when I was just like a little guy in the 90s. Yeah. You know, there's some of that. But it's not that same mall culture. Like, oh, no. I, I always think of weird no. science in like just yeah. those movies. It's like the mall. You oh, go yeah. To be that's seen. what we did. That's all you did. You go to be seen. That's what you did. You hung out at the mall. It was like the Instagram of the 80s. Everyone was there. Absolutely. You're showing that's your clothes. perfect analogy. You're interfacing. Yes. You're at the food court. 
Yeah. Picking up chicks. You're scamming on hot dudes. Yep. And the way the the mall was set up was perfect for teenagers Mm -hmm. because they're all open. Mm -hmm. So you could be standing. Like, think about fast times. Yeah. When they're all standing outside Mm -hmm. in one and they're across the way with the like slurpees and stuff. It's like it lends itself perfect for kids. Mm hmm. Yeah, it's like can't congregate. Yeah, you don't, especially during the summer. It's like you can't be at home all day. Right. But they have to. They have to get bussed into the mall, so it's like a little further out or something in the this show. That's right. Yeah. Which I think was pretty common, though. Oh like yeah. Surrounding towns, they bus into the well, mall. We, I had to take a bus to the mall. We there yeah. wasn't a mall like I'd walk to. Walk or just yeah, you could drive. The, like, the nearest mall for us. I grew up in a town called Belmont, Massachusetts, and the nearest mall was kind of a ruddy mall called the Watertown Mall. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but now, I mean, they, but that was, you know, where we hung out. Yeah, man. Until they built the bigger mall across the street. I remember um, in Saudi Arabia, we used to go to the Alcobar open-air market of Marrakesha. <laughs> All the kids would hand out, hang out there. Really? No. no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was a real market, but we wouldn't go hang out there. Yeah. We were, yeah. We hung out in the compound. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's kind of funny. Uh, so, oh, but we should say that the episode starts with the Ruskies, the Russians. Yes. And they are in uh, Underground. Harkin. Well, Hawkins. we don't know this. Spoilers. We, 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 I figured they were just in some Russian lair underground bunker Yeah, we thing. don't know where they are, no. but we find out they're there. Yeah, they're not just there. Yeah. They're like underneath Hawkins. Again, mall. mall. <laughs> Spoiler. But they... they um, yeah, so they're they're trying to break into the trying to open the gate again. Yeah, trying to open the gate again, and um, it's not working too good. And this is a time when the U.S. were absolute enemies with Russia. Yeah. Still, oh yeah, this is uh, this is before. Well, they incorporate break a whole, down that like, wall, yeah, tear break, down that wall, tear down the wall, Mr. Gorbachev. Is uh, Red Dawn the movie Red Dawn? Yeah. They clearly like were inspired by that. That's a total eighties masterpiece yeah unquote, you know yeah charlie sheet and patrick swayze yeah there's literally like a ground war on american soil right, <laughs> yeah. against the russians did they remake that? they did yeah. with like north koreans or something um the there's a a russian hitman in it who literally looks like arnold's like, stunt double yes yeah and we Which didn't clearly like 30 see. years I mean, younger than arnold he but. looks so it's like I, I can only imagine the casting for that. They good really casting. thought about it. Like they were like, okay, we got to get this guy right, you know? Well, yeah, and he has a sort of like he's sort of the enforcer of the Russian secret group, and he uh, he kind of comes off as a super soldier at first. He I thought does. He had, I thought he, he that's was. What uh, you kind of think he is? You're yeah. like, what? They have some super soldier serum thing, Russian serum. It's mostly vodka. Mostly vodka. Um. I'm trying to look this guy up to see if he is, in fact, a Russian spy, a stunt double, because he looks like he does look like uh, he was he a stunt double like for years. He must have been for years, and then never got a break or never wanted one. Maybe he just like being a stunt guy, um, pushed around, punched around. Also new. Oh, this is the guy. Is this? Isn't this the guy? Yeah, his name is Andrei Ivchenko. He has a Russian background. He's been in stuff. Um, Triple X. I don't. Yeah, he's an actor. He's been in. I don't see stunt stuff but i just see actor it's pretty pretty small yeah he hasn't been in a ton of things but but it worked for this he's his perfect yeah it worked for this it's a good cast you got carrie always as the corrupt mayor yes and he's always great yeah he's awesome uh 
Jake Busey's in it. Jake Busey does a good job as sort of scumbag news reporter guy. We should sort of, sort of catch you up, catch everybody up with where the kids are at right now. One thing what? we didn't realize. Yes. The new character, Robin, who plays Steve's uh, colleague at the scoop. Ice cream oh, party. Yeah, yeah. Is, is Maya Hawk, Ethan Hawk's daughter. Oh, is she? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Well, that's um, nice. Now that I think about it, she does, in fact, look like Uma. <laughs> is it Uma's she, kid, too? Yeah, she's oh. Uma's kid and Ethan's kid. Oh, what stock? Yeah. Um, and uh, Billy's back. Dacre, um Montgomery, Aussie actor. Joe Keery, of course, is Steve. All the kids are back. Um, yeah. It's summer. Dustin was away at a, a science camp. Uh, the other boys have just been kissing girls. Lucas and Max are now an item. Yeah. Uh, Mike and Mingus are an item. Mike and Eleven. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Will's just alone with his little toys. And his Will's feeling figures. a little left out. Yeah. Well, he still wants to play. Yeah. And, you know, the, now once that, that summer comes, that summer, that first summer of love. And some I guys know. Move it really is a change. It's a big change. I remember yeah. that. You know, you go from like wanting to play video games as Ninja Turtles to... Wanted to play video games and Ninja Turtles and hook up with girls. Yeah, you need those. Then one takes precedence over others. Well, and some some people are slower. Yeah, with that's that. true. And that is the sad piece of it. Of is growing that up, some get left behind. Yeah, it's just true. It I happens. remember that just even as a girl, like I, there were some girlfriends of mine who were still not interested in boys. Yeah, that and, should be okay. That's you fine. Know, because they're still young. What are they, 13 in this season? 14, 14 13, 14? 15? It's hard Maybe. to tell. Yeah. I mean, Maybe if Steve's 14? a senior, so he's in his, or he's at. No, Steve's out. Graduate. Yeah. So he's like 19, 18, and 19. And so is um, Nancy. Nancy. And her boyfriend. she's interning, unless she's going back to high school. No, I, don't I think know. she's interning, and then she wanted to go to college okay. for journalism, I guess. Yeah. But yeah so, so Mike's brother um, is her boyfriend. What's his what's name? What's the brother's name? Charlie, Johnny. <laughs> Now Charles, um, and he's the photographer at the. They're both interns at the at local a paper, Hawkins and paper, they, yeah. and she's treated like garbage. Like it's Jake Busey works there, and all the male bosses make her get the all the coffee. Club. It's Super Boys Club, which yeah. I can tell you, I experienced myself. Yeah, it's eighties job like that too. Well, good. Um, I forgot my mustard on my sandwich. And they, she tries to, she keeps trying to bring stories to the table, and they kind of laugh at her. Yeah. And, I mean, a little bit is like, you're still the intern. We appreciate your pugnaciousness. Yeah, but he's the intern, too. Yeah, but he's not trying to pitch stories. He's just a little simple oh, farmer boy. Right. He's just a little darkroom child. But they're pretty awful to her. Yeah, they're awful. They're pretty sexist and awful. Yeah, they're awful. Uh, but she does come, a, come upon a story. She does. And... Because uh, we should say that in the first episode, Billy crashes his car... And he sort of gets and crashes in front of this old steel mill, right? And gets sort of sucked in by some sort of evil force, and we don't really know. But he has it's now been corrupted. Yeah, day. he's been corrupted by the evil force and basically possessed. There's a whole invasion of the body snatchers. Sort it of is kind of like that. Well, we see all the rats going in there first. Yeah, first there are all these rats, and they're exploding at the end, which is cool. Just into goopy, sledgy. But then it assimilates the goop into one big pile and becomes the monster from sort of like the, the blob. Dead pile yeah like yeah. the blob it's like the blob invasion of body snatchers then the stuff they did last season because i guess the loose premise is since the gate is still partially open the creature on the in the upside down can use its powers 
but mm-hmm. it, it can't physically manifest in the uh, right side up. We'll call it. So it has to use other host matter. bodies. Yeah, yeah host body or host matter to create itself. Right, and it's chosen to use like. dirty rotten biological matter <laughs> we've never found out why they eat the chemicals either oh yeah we they don't didn't really explain find that because there's they? this whole storyline where like the rats and, and are eating chemicals and that's what gets nancy and on then the, the story. people are and then they show people eating ajax and, and bleach and yeah. they sort of explain it like maybe they ate all the chemicals and now they're done with the chemicals and that was like the last thing we got that on mean? that it means nothing yeah it means nothing there's a lot of that there's a lot of that there is a lot of that and they do a game of thrones thing where they they push they have them off into different storylines yeah, so you've got nancy and mike's and uh will's brother mm-hmm. investigating this old woman who had a crazy rat in her basement yeah and the fertilizer's all gone all eaten and you've got um hopper and winona joyce joyce who find the magnets the magnets aren't sticking to anything yeah and so joyce sort of ditches hopper first of all we got to shout out hopper's outfit in this oh my god it's so miami vice so don johnson yeah but i also so, feel hopper went from like dad bod to sad bod i know he's what he's happened beefy he's not just beefy I know, he's kind of he's fatty. well he's well marbled <laughs> yeah <laughs> he is well on yeah, his way that bothered you he, it did because he was big in the first season but sort of like Well, muscular shirt off and he's got a oh. tum well he and he remember he has that shower scene and he's like completely naked you're like what yeah. happened yeah i thought you got buff for hellboy it's like he i guess he did. just gained well, weight maybe they, i mean that's probably what they wanted him to look like for this like okay, yeah he's big yeah you know he didn't have to get it's that much like bigger dad you know sort yeah of like i don't know i don't like to sad see, see. Dad. yeah he's definitely sad dad <laughs> he feels left out he feels you know sort of useless in the town yeah and... useless he's sort of sad he's lonely but he's he wants to go out with Joyce and she's, yeah. she stands him up because she's of the obsessed with these magnets. Yeah, every season now she has to, a new obsession. Yeah. Very important for her character, clearly. Yeah. To obsess works, over though. something. Yeah, it, it works. works. Yeah. It gets the story moving along. I mean, the story definitely moves. But it, they often... And then... So Dustin, who's come back from camp and tells everyone he has a girlfriend but no one believes him. Right. Um, he ends up with Steve and Robin... discovering the russian well first, no no but, but the, it all starts with the code they have this code that dustin defines on the uh, ham radio wave they, the radio is a big part of this radio is a huge part of the yeah. season and they have a code it's in russian they need to crack it and so dustin goes to steve we never know why just because he's older and more sage i guess yeah and they're trying to crack this code in the ice cream parlor and that's when uh Ethan Hawke's daughter becomes a part of it. Right. And she, she sort cracks of, it. She helps crack it, yeah. Or they, yeah. She eventually does crack it herself. But yeah, they sort of work at it and the thing and giving out ice cream. And then they figure out that the mall is, in fact, where uh, the transmission is coming from, I right. guess. And so they figure out that they need to... do a little covert research, a little, little investigation. And then Lucas's little sister gets into it, and she's really obnoxious. Yeah, I don't like how they directed her yeah, she's to a act. Yeah, she's over-actor. It was a very over-actor. Like, yeah. every, every line doesn't have to be, like, 
delivered screaming. the same way. Screaming. That's what happened last season. Yeah. Like uh, it becomes these arguments where everyone's screaming and like, "What do we do? What are you doing? Yeah. Children, children, children." Yeah. He says that like five different times. Right. It's crazy. Some of the writing is pretty bad. Don't worry, I skateboard. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. I skateboard. I know how to treat puncture wounds from aliens. <laughs> I know, there, there is. I, I, there is some stuff that i found uh, but you know what it's so charming that you kind of forgive it well and that's what you said we, you said like basically you couldn't tell how meta it was being it's like is it being corny because in the 80s these movies were kind of corny yes or is it just a, a victim of its own you know success. marginal writing success. or and also success because yeah. it felt a little like full of themselves there were there were moments where you felt like they went on too long with the gags yeah oh kind God. of like you all think we're so funny guess now. what you guys liked us you know come in bald eagle <laughs> bald eagle <laughs> get it he's bald he has a big nose <laughs> griswold family that's a reference you <laughs> yeah. should say it a few more times though into the walkie talkie because <laughs> we didn't hear it the first five other times you said it griswold family i get that reference yeah. and now i love you and i love this show i knew it was the reason why i loved this show and like the never-ending story oh god you gotta work that in there they do this thing that was really really dumb uh, dumb dumb where dustin finally well, it's connects supposed with to be heartfelt yeah and then she has some code that she's a nerd well, she it's has like a code planash's number or something yeah, some sort of like it, scientist of planker's number <laughs> Planacious like <laughs> equatio. I need the Planacious equatio. And she's like, not until you say it. And he's like, literally, the world's gonna end. I don't have time for your nonchness. And then they start singing never an And then they do a, a duet radio. for like ten minutes. Yeah, it's like this long version of the song. Yeah, they have music in the background. It's hilarious. Yeah, it's really that silly. That was a little silly. Well, I just they, you don't force the reference. You know what I mean? Yeah. Give it like, the first season. You didn't really have to. Well, here's the thing. I think we have to realize that as charming and as much fun as Stranger Things is, just for like the audience, it was never meant to be this like. Uh, brilliant piece of cinema or, or no, you know what i mean no. in the first season i think it got a little it was like lightning in a bottle yeah with the first season, that's what i mean really and i don't think i think we can all take a step back and realize this isn't going to be brilliant absolute game-changing programming no but it's still enjoyable it's extremely enjoyable yeah it's enjoyable and, and this I, season's I, way better than, than the, season two i did not season. really like season two I don't, I don't think it was very well received Except for like the last episode, episode. closing episode yeah. sort of thing i agree with yeah that and i was checking last season i only had nine episodes but i mean i had one episode but there's only this eight season. This, i know yeah that know. was one thing that i found a little disappointing is i wanted more episodes why are there only eight episodes i don't know I don't remember how many were in the first season, but I checked to see the second season. There's nine. So hmm. I figured they would have maybe, maybe done ten this season. But instead, they yeah. went back one. I don't know if it was a budget thing where they wanted to use more of the budget for less episodes sort of thing. How long was the last episode? Was it two hours? No, it was like 75 minutes. Okay. So, uh, yeah. But, yeah, sort of everything builds up really well. And then it just sort of finishes off very quickly. Well, and You're they like, do one a- episode left? Right. Well, we kept thinking they're not going to finish this. No, we're not going to finish. We're going to be disappointed. But I don't think I was disappointed. I wasn't disappointed. I wasn't like like I was disappointed in the second season. Like, well, I guess that's it. But well, they finished it off well. Let's put it that way. They did wrap it up in a in a better narrative way than I would have. I mean, I think we're so still disappointed by Game of Thrones. 
Yeah, and the way that they, we've, everyone basically universally felt they needed two more seasons. Yeah. And so when I hear eight episodes, I immediately went into that mode and I'm thinking, Uh-oh. okay, this is going to be not wrapped up adequately. But I think that they did a decent job. Mm-hmm. And they also, the way they did the narratives, the different sort of storylines where they had all the kids off on their own sep- separate journeys. Yeah. Well, because there's a lot back together, a lot of characters. We were talking about that too. Like yeah. when they all sort of meet again, you're like, "Oh my god!" There's like 13 principal characters yeah, on this show. Yeah. You know, like so Game you, of Thrones, like Game of Thrones, but there's more uh, terrain in Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's yeah, more yeah. going on. It's not just this one town with this one problem. Right. It's a big problem, but you know, it's one essentially one's uh, you know root problem. You know, the gate and the monster, and then this now you get Russians and stuff. But yeah. It, uh i don't know i don't know it's it's good it's it's entertaining it is entertaining i definitely we i was i was excited by it this season i was like yeah keep going keep going there's I was, great uh, moments i wasn't even really anticipating starting it i feel like we didn't even watch it for till like the seventh or they got uh, when i came back here it's, i was like ah, i guess we'll start it I was like, yeah, yeah, i didn't really care because i always do that yeah, yeah. It's true. <laughs> i was like nah i'll watch it sometime I don't and then care. you're like oh i like well the it. first two episodes got you into it you know yeah the and first, then uh, well, that first episode with hopper i was just immediately like, god he's so funny and so good well, yeah, because he sort of pushes Mike and Eleven away, and that sort of becomes a big part of the uh, storytelling. Yeah. The mall, and they all meet there. and Yeah, it's good. It, it's good. It, you still do like the kids. I mean, the, the thing, the bottom line with this is you like all of them. Yeah, they were a good you, group the first for season. Them. Yeah. You like the characters, yeah. and, and you want them to succeed. And it's and the, and the way they do the 80s is really fun. And you they know? do it well. Yeah. You know, there's some corny moments where it's like, yeah, the but 80s. that was the 80s was super corny. Like, so... Again, yeah, it's hard to it's tell. It's hard to tell if purpose it's or... purposely corny, or I, I think some of it's just not the best writing. Like you could say, yeah. it's eighties had some bad is good writing. writing, though. Yeah, I think like dialogue. Some of the dialogue was pretty yeah, bad. Yeah, the dialogue. I think the story structure was and everything good. was pretty good. Um, I, you know, the big question is okay, and you know, if you don't want to hear this, turn it off and skip ahead. What's going to happen in season four? Right, because, because how it's left. It was left. Assuming that we lost Hopper, but we didn't. I mean, we know we didn't. Because he's probably the American they talked to. If you watch the post credits. Yeah, it's not a full even post credits. It's like, you know, two seconds of credits and it cuts back. Uh, I think it was more David Hopper or David Harbour. Like, you can't lose David Harbour. No. I mean, there's no way he's... Gone. gone so that's uh, the fact so like the reason that they did that seems to me like a little forcing you know pathos it's like you're not going to get rid of them for real so why well, even what are pretend? they gonna do now well and also uh, how, some a bunch of them left hawkins yeah it ends joy with, sold the house yeah they move and 11 moves in with do them you know where they went no they don't say you remember someone so said that oh hopper says i know you put your house on the market right but i don't think he says where in, in that no. scene in that moment uh, yeah. So we don't know where they are, where they're going, or if if they do leave, will they have to go back to Hawkins for season four? Is that going to be the center of I the? I feel like how can you not go back to Hawkins? I mean, we know that. So Steve is now working in a video store with Robin, right? And Dustin's still there. And he has um, his Mike girlfriend. Wheeler's still there, and his yeah. you Sis- know yeah, Nancy's there. Nancy's there. Um, 
so Lucas and sisters Lucas there. Lucas is there. I, we, I don't know who Max is living with now since Billy's Billy's gone. gone. Yeah, that's true. Because they show Max sitting at her bed, but it's like yeah. you know she's like a, a fucking underage child. Right. She cannot he just was her guardian. Have right? her own guardianship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She'd have to move in with like Lucas and the family or somebody. Because yeah. yeah, they don't really you know tell us what happened. So there's a lot. I mean, of course, it's coming back. It will be back next summer, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Hopper's in Russia. I guess. We yeah. guess. And the Russians are uh, experimenting with demigorgons also. Yeah. Somehow they have, like, caged demigorgons, which is not good. And they now they're standing erect, too. That's another little indicator about what's to come. Right. They always ran on all fours. And then this season, at the very end, he stands up fully erect on two feet. I don't know if that's an indicator that was, of evolution yeah. or, you know, they're getting smarter or the Russians are training them or who knows. Right. But it is interesting because, I mean, clearly they're going to have to involve the whole Russian storyline in season four. Which and it'll still be the 80s. The yeah, exactly. And know? it's a good heel. It's a good antagonist. Yeah. Because you can't, you know. Those were the bad guys in 80s movies. It was always the Russians. Always. It was like it wasn't until the 90s that uh, became the became Islam. Islam terrorists. Yeah. yeah were with the bad true guys. lies yeah. and that kind of shit. Right. Yeah. Right. That's when yeah, you're right. That's a good about, mark it's about of it. There. Yeah, yeah. After Desert Storm um, became yeah, the that's new, right the new Vogue. Yeah, but it was always Russians were always the bad guys. Yeah, man, this makes sense. Yeah, they're still the bad guys. Just not, <laughs> you know, just not uh, Cold right. War. Um. So yeah, I liked it. I mean, there. I, like again, you know, we, I liked it too. At the time that we were watching it, we both sort of rolled our eyes on a few things. Yeah. But I've honestly kind of forgotten about that. And like, yeah, forgiven it. None, yeah. none of it's a deal breaker. No, I. It's As, my takeaway is that I really like this season. Yeah, and for what it is, exactly. I think the first season is its own thing, and it's a very a special thing that I now want to go back and watch because remember they show a couple flashbacks, and you're like, look how fucking small those kids are. Yeah, they're little babies. You know, because yeah. now they're really grown up you know they've hit their puberty you know so they are you know and so when they show them playing dungeons and dragons that first episode in the very opening sequence and they're these little boys playing you're like that's why we all liked it yeah because these these little kids and they were smart yeah, I know. and they're gonna get into you know their friend was, was like, missing E-T. it was a lot of yeah, yeah it's all that stuff that i think people appreciate the way that stranger things is able to reference and pull from the 80s without being too derivative and then it yes. does walk a fine line. There are some times when it's like yawn or yeah. like, Bleh, okay, yeah, I got it. But you're right. It's never too glaring no, uh, of an issue that it, you don't leave it with a bad taste in your mouth no. about the whole thing. Yeah, no. yeah, it was a good season. It was good. You know, it could have been a little longer. I it think it could have been a little longer. And not even because, oh, I need more, I need more episodes. Yeah. I just think like, it's narratively, it could have been like an extra episode or I'm two at least. I'm curious why it wasn't. I'd like to it know. It definitely could have been because they do spend a lot of time back at, you know, Homeboy's conspiracy, conspiracy theorist apartment place. They're there for a couple episodes. You know what right. I mean? So there's a couple, you know, some of the old track stuff is brought back from the last season. Right. You know? There's funny moments, and there's stuff that's like not that funny, like the Todd Father thing that just keeps they keep bringing it up, like the oh, gags. Oh, right, the car. Yeah, there's a lot of '80s movie like gags and like you know explaining Back to the Future to the audience. Ex- yeah, that but kind no, of but shit. not only that, just tactics like escaping through a 
um, a, a event, gate, event getting, yeah. going through events. Or dressing um, up like the, the whole, enemy. Dressing up like the enemy. <laughs> Putting um, on costumes, yeah. Marathon man thing yeah, the, doctor the doctor guy and the true coming serum. in, the true serum. Yeah, you a know? lot of stuff. A lot There's of... a lot of stuff. And I know, and that is clearly on purpose because they yeah. were like it, trying to mirror. Or the two of them being tied up back to back in the torture the, yes. thing. And they fall over. Yeah. Like Indiana Jones and his dad or other, you know, lots of movies sort of did that back then. Of like, oh, great. We were really in it this time. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. Exactly. We're yeah. really in a bind this time. Yeah, I mean, actually, and I was telling you this, it, it, one of my all-time favorite movies made that gag famous um, that Carl Reiner wrote called The Russians Are Coming, The Russians Are Coming. And I'm sure that was referenced um, heavily. Directed by Norman Jewison and starring Reiner and um, Alan Arkin. And if yeah. you can get that movie, it's one of the all-time funniest movies. Yeah. like, But they do. there's a hilarious scene with Carl Reiner and this... Um, character actress who's very rotund, rotund, and they're like tied to the chair, and they have to <laughs> jump the chair down the stairs. It's very funny. And the size difference between the two yes. of them, I'm sure, plays a part in this. <laughs> well, and they also are gagged, and he's like trying to tell her what to do. Gagged. With the gag? Oh, it's funny. one of the funniest scenes I've ever seen in a movie. That's super cool. Um, yeah, so I'm looking forward to the next season. Yeah, uh, sure. Keep it coming. It, I think you know this was refreshing. Because, and I know there's a piece that um, is going to be on the HMCnetwork.com called What Happens When Great Shows Jump the Source. And it's about Big Little Lies. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones and The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. All three who have now exceeded their source material mm-hmm. and have suffered dramatically for it. A dramatic drop um, in quality. Season two of Big Little Lies is a huge disappointment. And season three of Handmaid's Tale is become has become grotesque, like almost horror, like, like shock and awe. Like yes. hostile or something. And it's really I, I get I'll check for the article. It's um this week I get into, you know, what, like, Hmm. how you shouldn't do that. You shouldn't exceed the source material. And this is (laughs) original material. So it's kind of, it's, it's a, it's fresh. So we're not, it's not, we're not dealing with that Mm -hmm. right now. So. Yeah, it is nice that it's an original script, more or less, you know, outside of all of the, you know influences and inspiration well, of course but it's not like a book that was adapted nope. that no, it was not that, 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 there's something with this whole you know they're trying to milk it like with big little lies the first season was so great mm-hmm. but the second season now that it's past the book you meryl streep's fantastic in it but you already know what the murder question like you already know the what done it, it. you've done it yeah and so now like you're just faced with these awful people who you didn't realize were awful the first season because the story was better because right and now you're just like these people suck, suck. These are i just don't like care the real about their rich bitch lives <laughs> yeah fuck that you know and so um it's really starting to show its true yeah colors and you know for all we've talked exhaustively about the game of thrones yeah, boo. Boo, what they did with that last season. So, uh, speaking of Game of Thrones, hmm. uh, D&D are going to be on the Comic-Con panel. I know, that's hilarious. And is so is George R. R. Martin and the cast. Dan and George R. Like, R. Martin? Yes. Wow. And, you know, we'll see what happens. And, like, if people boo them. You think people will boo them? People might. People might. I don't know. People get weird around celebrities, though. They say well, they, they want to boo them, and then, yeah. then, like, when they see them walk out, they're, they're like, oh, my like, God. 
it. Forget it. I never hated you. I always loved you. Right. I love you even more now right. than ever before. <laughs> I'm your biggest fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's totally at most, especially internet haters. It's like, yeah. dude, if you were in a room with these people, you You'd wouldn't like say, say shit. Right. You wouldn't say fucking word one and you'd get an autograph and then you'd like fucking shit your pants. Right. You'd be so happy. But then again, Hall H... How, it's people a are they're judgy yeah they're the hardcore fans yeah so I, yeah it could go either way man i'm sure if like you know people ask questions they might ask maybe you know, they might get one or two snarky questions what's the thing that on the reddit forum you're on that they said they want people to ask uh, or they want someone to go up to the mic and and say something like oh i had this really good question that was mapped out over the last five years but i forgot what it was or something like that because <laughs> i have to get to a star wars panel. yeah because i have to get yeah. to a star wars panel <laughs> it was gonna be a great They're question people yeah. To ask that. yeah it was gonna be a really great question but i forgot what it was because i'm running late for star wars panel. Yeah. yeah i wonder how those guys would handle uh Probably pushback super fucking uh, you know, milk toast. Like they're we know not, everyone's different, and we went with our gut, and you know we stand by our work, and it'd be one of those. You're not going to get like, okay, I we admit it. We just we. Well, did you hear that their trilogy might be canned now? No. Yeah, that's now a rumor. It's a rumor. Okay. But, you know. The, the Star Wars, I feel like, wing of Disney is completely uh, under flux. You oh, know? yeah. I don't know. Like, apparently the uh, the Disney Star Wars world isn't doing oh, too well. Oh, you're talking about their Star Wars trilogy. Oh, I thought you were talking about the prequel to Game of Thrones. No, no, no. The Star Wars trilogy okay. could be canned or well, moved or changed. Or, I mean... And who cares, Who dude? cares? I mean, how, like, first of all, Disney's already ruined Star Wars. Yeah, it's over. It's you, like it's, it's Disney Star Wars. They completely ruined and it. I'm not even a hardcore Star Wars fan. I just I'm I, not. I was a much bigger Star Wars fan until Disney started putting out one every six weeks. Yeah, and ruined it. What did you say happened about the Disney ride? No, the, the, the Star world, Wars ride, the, the Star Wars theme park. Yeah, that it's a mess, right? Yeah, it's like overpriced and out of merchandise. They can't keep it in stock. People aren't going. And People it breaks. Aren't. Oh, it's a, the lightsaber well, doesn't a, work. Well, you know how the Harry Potter has that like personalize your wand yes. shit. There's this thing in the Star Wars world where it's like personalize your own Jedi or dark side lightsaber, right? And it's you have to pay for your it's admission. Like $200. Well, it's two hundred dollars extra. So Jesus. you pay your one hundred and twenty nine ninety nine for the day, and then if you want the Star Wars lightsaber special, you pay. It's a two hundred dollar buy in, and it's supposed to be this like ceremony, and you get a Jedi name, and <sighs> you can pick out the hilt and the color and the this, and then people were leaving these reviews saying that like it broke after twenty minutes. Yeah, it doesn't light so wait, up let anymore. Me get this straight. Uh, so they're paying three hundred dollars. Well, three hundred fifty bucks. Not that that doesn't what? include that doesn't include the other merchandise they're probably gonna buy. That's obscene. Well, this all, is a billion plus dollar company yeah well there's this other thing i guess they offer like a star wars like beer tasting and it's 75 bucks what yeah and it's supposed to come with these like commemorative glasses and they ran out of the glasses and like oh there's all these like, it's, like you just read the reviews of people like oh uh, you know and then a lot of them are still such like diehard fan fuckers yeah, that are like yeah. well, you know it's not so bad i mean it, it doesn't work anymore and i paid 200 dollars, but you know it was still worth it and apparently the guy who was like hired to be the jedi master is like Super like rushing through it to like, excuse me, my lightsaber won't light up. And he's like, eh, ceremony's over, exit's there. I paid $200 for this. Go away, you're a Jedi no master. Way. Or I'll force oh, choke that you. Disney, screw you, Disney. Yeah, they're gross, awful people. Well, um, speaking of Comic Con, uh, it's coming Conan up. is Conan broadcasting Con. live for his fifth year yeah, buddy. at Comic Con. 
and we have gone to four of them. Four out of five. And they just announced the lineup. That's cool. And it is the cast of It Chapter Two. That's cool. Um, I hope that's better than the first one. Right. The cast of Veronica Mars. Okay. The cast of Carnival Row starring Orlando Bloom. Is that a movie? Or is uh, it a TV show? series. Oh. And um, we think it's going to be Top Gun Maverick. Because um, Top Gun Maverick a, is going to be at Comic-Con. I know. That's pretty crazy. And with Cruz. Cruz is going to be there. I don't think he's done Hall H before. I don't think he's done Comic-Con ever. Yeah. Unless, not that I know. Uh, unless he did it for The Mummy. Which would have made mi- sense. He might have done. He might have done it for the mummy. He might have. We just weren't there for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he might have. I don't. We could check that very easily. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's kind of cool. Maverick Top Gun's not a Comic Con franchise, but San yeah, Diego is a is be a cool. Yeah, it's San Diego. It's San Diego's the hub. I don't of, know. People would totally get into that. Oh, everyone should. It's Top Gun, and if Tom Cruise shows up on a motorcycle in Hall H, yeah. rides in on something, <laughs> glides Isn't it in. Miles Teller playing? I get. I heard he was um, in it. Goose's son, young Goose. Yeah, young Goose. He's playing young Goosey boy, <laughs> little Gooseling. Um. Yeah, and one other notable thing about Hall H panels that were announced, um, The Wixer and Dark Crystal. Netflix. Yeah. Gonna be there. Age of Resistance are going to be there. Mm, the Witcher 3 will have a, a trailer. They're done shooting. Oh, really? They wrap shooting, yeah. You know Henry Cavill straight up left Superman to do this? Like, he had to leave Superman. So he's no longer he's Man of no Steel. no longer some Superman. So more, that was probably uh, a smart decision. Yeah, they. I think he saw it as far as it's going to go. DC is not like. Shambles. Were they going to do another movie? Probably not. Or I maybe mean, they, they wanted were going to. to do a like a, a Man of Steel part two, but mm-hmm. clearly they're not. No, I think they're overhauling the whole thing. I think they're trying to now have it revolve around Robert Pattinson's Batman and the Matt Reeves movie because I read recently yeah. that it could tie in now to the I saw Joaquin. That too. Yeah, so it's I think they're now like okay, new format, new universe. Yeah, that Justice League shit didn't work, but I don't get how that Batman could tie into the Wonder Woman world because Wonder Woman's still working. Like, it still has an audience, and it did very and well. there's two more movies And there's coming. two more movies, yeah. so I don't and see... And I think Aquaman's got another movie coming. Oh, fuck coming. yeah, right? Yeah. So what is that? How would they... Those two worlds... They're just going to have to stand alone, those... Yeah, I think they should. I mean, I... they blew it. Yeah, they, they blew it. They just didn't do... You didn't connect the worlds, man. You no, didn't give us good enough they, stories. Clearly, it's a broken house. Like, yeah. you know, it's it, as far as Warner Brothers DC, no one can be on the same page about anything. Constant reshoots, constant rewrites, right. constant second guessing themselves. There's a lot of people who want to see Zack Snyder's cut of Justice I would watch League. it at this point. It was so bad that it's like wouldn't hurt to just watch his, yeah. see what he wanted to do with it. I doubt it'll be much better, but it might have some, you know, cool scenes that weren't in it. Right. Hopefully it would get rid of that like CGI mustache for debacle. Oh, God. You know, they had some debacle. Like this is you I guys know. are spending hundreds of millions of dollars on this shit. They really it, disappointed us. It's a debacle. It's like amateur hour. I know. What are you doing? And they ha- they just didn't Marvel got the jump on it. They were much smarter in terms of the way they started that and you know, Kevin Feige, Feige They were all under like they all had name. one collective goal. 
yeah. one collective vision under Kevin Feige, Feige's, you know, I guess yeah. his fi- umbrella, whatever, Just whoever's that it was. Whole blueprint with they, they I started with early. Yep. And they introduced Nick Fury in the Hulk movie. Yep. It's right from there, and it just never stopped. And now here we are on the other side of it. End game. And now they're trying to get End Game to surpass Avatar box office with, by forcing everyone to go see it again. Yeah, that's like mean. fuck you. Yeah, that right? sucks. Why don't you just take some of the money from the Fox acquisition or whatever? You know, because well, like, it has to. They they need unique like theatrical. Per, yeah, yeah, money. box office. Yeah, they money. can't just beat it with whatever. Heaven right. forbid they don't have the number one spot for the end game. Right. It's like the. Do you need how many more candles do you need on the cake, Disney? Uh, lots. Uh, not never enough. Never, never enough. enough. The cake is all candles. I can't even taste the cake anymore. It's all <laughs> candles, Disney. What happened to the delicious cake? Yeah, I like cake. If, I know you like cake. <laughs> hey, I like now. candles. I like candles, but I don't want that candles. That was not very nice. Well, you like, we all like cake here. What's the big deal? Hey, okay, cake, man. Can't make a simple observation. <laughs> Boo. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it for us this week. We will be back with uh, our movie review of What's Upon a Time in Hollywood, because oh, yeah. that's the one that I give a shit about this summer. Yeah, it's cool that it's coming out in summer, too, and not in the fall. Yeah. It's odd. Usually Shocking. His movies oh, always come out in Because he wanted it to go fall. to Cannes instead of... He was more concerned about the Cannes... Crowd? Crowd than the Oscar Well, because like his last three movies have come out after September. Yeah, because he wanted to be eligible for the Oscars. For Oscars. But I feel like there's probably another reason to release this kind of movie in the summer. It's like an L.A., yeah. you know, long summer night sort of right. vibe. Because, you know, Django was in the Christmas. Hateful Eight was in Christmas. That's right. You know, usually does a Christmas release, so it's kind of cool. I'm yeah. Sure, I'm sure there was many talks about why did why they do that versus the other. Right. Well, it's, I mean, it got a 10-minute standing ovation at Cannes. I know. It's, yeah, the, like, traditional extended standing O that, yeah. that they give once a year to whatever movie. I, I haven't even watched the trailer. I don't intend to watch the trailer. I'd like to go in blind, and mm-hmm. uh, it's his movie. I trust that he will freak me out yeah. in all the right ways. That's what I'm there for. I know. I, That's We were cool. talking about this. Like, We're pretty sure we're going to like this movie. It's just a matter of how much we're going to like and it. Like, yeah, how much how? we're going to rate it up against his others. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm good. I don't need to see the trailer. I don't really even need much of the story. Yeah. We got the backdrop and like the you know era that it takes place in, and it's a Tarantino film. That's enough for me. I don't and care. It, this might be his last. You know, He said he was only going to do 10 films. Well, this is his ninth, and he's now saying this might be his last he might go out if it's critical if it's as acclaimed like as you know if he gets like an oscar for it or something he's gonna he's out may as well i don't know because he writes all this shit yeah from you know it's all original stuff so if he feels this is when to go out you don't have to do 10 movies to feel like you accomplish something you've done nine amazing movies and he has a couple oscars yeah yeah do your thing man yep all right, well, that's it for us on the Herald of Modcast on the HMC Network. Visit our website, thehmcnetwork.com, for more articles and podcasts and fun stuff. And we will talk to you again, jerks. Stay jerky. See ya.